Welcome to the Fresh Start Church Podcast, where we exist to influence a nation with revival. Here you'll find preached messages from our pastors. We pray that the spirit of revival is imparted to you as you listen. To watch live, check us out on YouTube or visit our website at freshstartaz.com. And to stay connected with us, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Psalm chapter 42, verse 7. I bring you a revival message today for revivalists. Some of you may not quite be there, but we're getting you there. Amen. And I call this today after the scripture I'm getting ready to read to you. Deep calls unto deep. Deep calls unto deep. Say that. Deep calls unto deep. The Passion Translation uh, of the Bible in the, in the heading over this scripture, this, this psalm, it's, it literally calls it a cry for revival. I'll try it again. A cry for revival. This psalm literally calls it a cry for revival. I'll read it. I'll make a couple of comments and I'll let you be seated. Deep calls to deep at the sound of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have passed over me. Deep calls to deep at the sound of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have passed over me. Psalm 42 was written, they tell us, at a time of great distress and affliction in David's life. David had a lot of seasons of distress and affliction. But somehow David always managed to have a cry within him that cried out to a deep place in God that showed him a way out of the deep places of affliction and distress and brought him up into a place of victory and triumph. Y'all look at me, revivalists or soon-to-be revivalists, if you hang in here with us, glory to God. If you keep pressing into this thing, the devil will press back at you. But you must and I must have a resolve that no matter what affliction or distress or warfare comes against us, we will not relent. But we will cry out to the deep of God and the deep of God will respond back to us. Are you with me? Giving us and equipping us with what we need, come on, to walk to walk, to march, to preach, to teach, to sing, to shout, to live a life of victory, overcoming victory. You've got to get there. Tell your neighbor, you got to get there. Look at your other neighbor and say, no more wishy-washy. Come on. Tell somebody behind you, no more in and out, no more up and down. Come on. This is not how a revivalist lives. This is not how an apostle lives. This is not, come on, this is not how a prophet lives. That's not, no, 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 that's not, that's not an apostolic operation. In and out, up and down, if I feel like it. My friends, you must crucify your feelings. You must crucify your preferences. If you truly have a cry for revival, you learn that. So this was written in a time of great distress and affliction in David's life. Deep calls unto deep was a cry 
of David for great deep deliverance and deep encounter with God. Deep deliverance and deep encounter with God in his life. It was a cry for revival. Many times, if not all, great purpose, church, and great assignment is surrounded by deep distress and also deep desire that has a depth of a cry that taps into a depth of God that others do not have and do not reach, that do not have a deep cry within them. I'm not asking God for distress today. None of us would ask God for distress or affliction. But you look at me, it's going to come. But with that distress and with that affliction, it develops a cry for deep deliverance within and deep deliverance without. If we did not have this, without this deep cry for deliverance and without this deep desire, this deep cry and desire for the deep of God, you and I, and some may be here today in this condition, but hopefully before you leave today, you will make a resolve that you're going to cry out for the depths of what God has. Because if we did not have sometimes this distress and we did not have this disconnect sometimes in our life, then most of us would stay on the surface unchallenged and unchanged. I don't know about you, but I don't want to be caught on the surface. I want to be caught diving deep into all that God has. Deep desire is something that is cultivated. Look at your neighbor say it's cultivated. It's not something that I can necessarily impart to you. A deep desire for encounter with God is cultivated. It's a choice that is cultivated. It is a cry that is cultivated for deeper than what I have now and deeper than where I am now. I came to this pulpit today with a cry after six years of revival that says, God, there is a deeper place of deliverance there is a deeper place of encounter I want a desire for you that I have yet to have in six years of sustained revival God blow our minds in this place today deep calls to deep at the sound of your waterfalls all your breakers and your waves have passed over me on your way down to your seat, look at your neighbor and say, how deep are you willing to go today? Thank you, worship teams. Hallelujah. Deep calls on to deep. It was Saturday night of our last revival weekend that the Lord spoke to me and then spoke through me. Uh, those of you who are here, you may remember. He said, the Holy Spirit said, I felt prompted that he was saying to us, you have tapped another well, fresh start. You have tapped another well, fresh start. That night, the, uh, I won't revisit the night necessarily. You can go back and watch it online. But the glory of the Lord was so thick in this place. And the Holy Spirit prompted me to tell us, we have tapped another well. It's not necessary for me this morning uh, to elaborate on the facts of well digging in the natural. But we all think we understand that if we have tapped another well, if we have tapped into the deep and we have tapped into 
to water. It is certain that in the spirit I'm talking, we have dug deep enough, enough below the surface to find the deeper water that God has for us. Come on. Spiritual well diggers are not satisfied with surface or artificial means of spiritual hydration. Spiritual well diggers will dig until they find water that is water, come on, that they've never tapped into before. Somebody shout deep, calls unto deep. On Sunday night of Revival Weekend, last weekend, the Spirit led me to speak as I was sitting literally up here on the stage of the Samaritan woman at the well. She had went there to draw a natural water. And just as Jesus told the Samaritan woman about the living water at the well, he let her at that moment into a glimpse of the deep spiritual living water that he could give her. You see, my friends, the well that Jesus has is bottomless and it's eternal. This is why we must have a deep cry for the deep of God. And when she responded to Jesus that day at the well that she came to to draw natural water, she responded, not understanding everything. You hear me now in the room. You don't have to understand everything necessarily that I'm saying today. What you must be though is desperate desperate for more of God and desperate for deeper and desperate to go past your last encounter and experience because the well that Jesus has is bottomless and it is eternal and as this woman responded to Jesus and his deep living water it led her into the realms of the depth of God that she never knew existed before this can happen for those who are willing to tap another well come on fresh start in year number seven it's time to say with a loud voice God our cry is deep calls unto deep There is a general principle in this scripture in Psalm 42, 7, that everywhere there is one deep, it calls to another deep. Come on. Everywhere there is one deep, it calls to another deep. In other words, the deep on the inside of me that has a longing and that has a desire and that has a need for deliverance, it taps into another deep. And that deep in the Hebrew is an immeasurable space. It is an endless space that God has. In other words, I could say it like this. It is eternity that is within us that cries for a manifestation without. Does anybody know what I'm talking about this morning? I will take this for you today two ways. I will talk about the depth of pain and warfare, and I will talk about the depth of pursuit and longing. I will say it again. I will talk about the depth of pain and warfare, and I will talk about the depth of pursuit and longing. Of course, to be applied personally, but also corporately as a revival church. The overarching thought is this. There is a place in the spirit where I, our cry for deep meets God's deep. And that's where I want to be. They were saying it at the beginning. Even I heard it the prayer.
prayer warriors, something that we have said for six years or more around here that we will not settle because there's more. You know what? I'm, I'm sorry if you're tired of hearing that, but I come to provoke somebody this morning that it's not time to settle. It's not time to just uh, 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 analyze and say, well, I think we've gone as far as we can go. I came to announce to us today that there is a revival cry that says deep calls unto deep. There's more. And all of that may sound crazy to those who are swimming on the surface. Come on, somebody. You're swimming on the surface with little resistance and no risk. Come on, somebody. But for those who have tapped another well and dug a little deeper, I say deep cries out to deep today. Deep or depth, it means extending far down from the surface. It speaks of the extent that one will go to reach deeper. Church, fresh start revival as we call out from the place of our deep need for him or our deep desire for him. Him, God answers from a place of deep power and deep presence and deep peace. Deep calls unto deep. Because the deeper that you go, the greater depth of understanding of who he is and what he is capable of. I came to say it one more time. There is a deep well of deep deliverance and freedom. We've already tapped into some of it this morning, but we're going to go further in just a few moments. There is a deep well of deep relationship and encounter. But I must emphasize to you today, Today, that you have to call out for it because deep has a certain sound. It has a beckoning. It has an asking with authority that comes from heaven and then is reciprocated by our beckoning and asking with authority. Deep calls on to deep. Let me just say it this way. When the veil was torn in two, when Jesus cried, it is finished. It broke the spiritual sound barrier between God and mankind. The depth of God was once again reachable. I came to say, fresh start, deep has a sound. I'm gonna try it again. I'm gonna try it again. John, turn me up. I'm gonna try it again. Deep has a sound. You sit there, turn me up, turn me up. You sit there on your shallow, comfortable, no risk zone, but I'm going deep. I'm going deep. I'm going deep with God. I'm going in deep deliverance. I'm going in deep to encounter. I'm believing God for a nation shaking. Are you with me? A nation shaking, history making revival. And I will not let pain or warfare or your religion or your status quo or your gossip or your settling get in my way. How? I have only got so many more years on this earth and I want to leave this earth empty. I said empty, empty, empty.
I said, deep has a sound. I said, deep has a sound. Are you satisfied this morning? Are you satisfied? Do you come into fresh start and you get your jolt? You get your, you get your provoke from Pastor Kim or you get your provoke from Pastor Jessica or Pastor Paul or whoever may be in the pulpit, but then you go back out and you've been in, the, you go a little bit deeper, but then you get back out and you go back up to the top. As I'm going to break it down for you here in a minute, my friends, deeper is not easy. Apostolic is not easy. Going the way, come on, of revival is not easy. You got to make up your mind. And when I leave this place, because I pulled you down a little deeper, how and provoked you a little deeper, that when you leave this place, you're going to do whatever you have to do to stay in the deep and not migrate back to the top. Shallows for sissies. It's the truth. You don't want warfare. You don't want pushback. You don't want the, any of that. Stay in the shallow. Where your feet can touch the ground. You can wade through. All you have to do is just, oh, 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 nope. A little too deep, a little uncomfortable. You don't want to be out of control. I said, you don't want to be out of control. You want to stay in control? Shallows for sissies. It's time for the church to rise up and hear the sound of deep calling and release a deep sound within yourself. Come on. I got to go deep. Screaming at somebody, we got to go deep. We got to go deep. So I'm going to repeat that because y'all are way too sleepy when I said it a moment ago. There is a beckoning and an asking with authority that comes from heaven, the deep of heaven. And then it is reciprocated by our beckoning and our asking with authority. This, my friends, is deep calls unto deep. When the veil was rent in two, when Jesus cried, it is finished, there was a spiritual demonic sound barrier between God and mankind that was broken. And now the depths of the deeps of God is once again reachable. But we have a church that is willing to stay in the shallow end. I came to throw you in to the deep end. Deep deliverance and deep communion and encounter. Deep deliverance from affliction. Deep deliverance from warfare. Deep desire for communion and encounter with our God. It's a cry that we can't articulate sometimes. We run out of our English language or our Spanish language or whatever language that you, we run out of words. Come on, anybody hear what I'm saying? Anybody know what I'm talking about? We run out of words. We don't know what to say. We're just up in the presence of God and we're crying out. Tears are flowing or the spirit of joy comes. We don't know what to do, but we know that there's more and we know that we're not gonna settle because we know that God is coming back for a church that is not only on fire, 
here, but understands the depth of his realm and the depths of his realms and the revelation. I came to smack religion today and say, get out of the shallow end. You're playing in the baby pool. Playing in the baby pool. Don't have to get your hair wet. Don't have to go under the water. There's a sound of deep that God is needing to break into his church with this sound of deep. My God, this is good preaching. There's a sound of the deep realms of God that has high price was paid for us to tap into this. The blood and the body of Jesus. We don't know what to say, but Romans says that the Spirit helps our weaknesses. For we do not know what to pray for as we should, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings. Too deep, 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 too deep, too deep, too deep for words. Can I ask this today? Fresh Start Revival. Have you reached a place that is too deep for words lately? I'll say it again. Have you reached a place that is too deep for words lately? I mean, our natural words. Have you reached a place? Have we reached a place that is too deep for words? Second Corinthians chapter five. For we know that if our earthly tent, which is our house, is torn down, we have a building from God, a house not made by hands, eternal in the heavens. Look at this. For indeed, in this tent, in this tent, look church, we groan, longing to be clothed with our dwelling from heaven. This tent is groaning today. Y'all hear what I'm saying? This tent is groaning for the depths of the heavenly realm. Come on, revival. We must call out into the deep. Sustained revival calls out to the deep of God, the deep within us, the groanings, that which we can articulate, calls out to the realms of who and where he is. And this, my friends, will sustain revival until Jesus comes back. We have to sustain a dissatisfaction with sur surface and superficial deliverance. We have to sustain a dissatisfaction with surface and superficial relationship with our creator. This will be a key factor to an overcomer and an overcoming spirit in the end times. Can I just say this today? Something that most of us know, some of you don't, and some of you need to be told that shallow church has discipled thousands of people in our nation today to play in the kiddie pool. And these shallow disciples are making today in the United United States of America, shallow decisions. Ha! I said the shallow disciples are making shallow decisions. And as the end time warfare wraps up through, we better know what it means to call out for the depths of God and the deep of God. Because surface Christianity will not sustain you in the warfare that is ahead of us. Have you read again Revelation 2 and 3 lately as Jesus addressed the seven churches of the end time? Have you read it lately? A commonality, if that's a word, was persecution and perseverance. 
Please tell those wonderful words to your neighbor. Get ready, get ready. Persecution and perseverance. Oh no, that was pretty lame. Come on, you need to shout it at them. You better get ready, church. Persecution and perseverance. Whether you realize it or not, we're being tested in our faith in America right now. Did you hear what I said? Whether you realize it or not, we're being tested in our faith in America right now. We're being tested on our endurance. We're being tested at the church of Jesus Christ, the living God, the Son of God. We are being tested on our perseverance and on our endurance. We are being tested tested on our ability to endure a difficult process and a situation that is not going the way that we wanted it to go. We're being tested right now. Do I have any end time warriors that says I want what it takes to go deep enough to stand up against the end time warfare. We're being tested on the capacity to last and withstand the wear and tear. I want to ask you all over this building today, can you stand the wear and tear of the end times. I go, we're being tested on our stability and our longevity and our resolution and our determination and our durability. But I got news for the devil. How we're still standing in this nation. Do you know what's going on in the spirit today as much as you know what's going on on the news? Come on. Because what's going on in the spirit is the question that we should be asking right now in the atmosphere of the chaos of our nation. Because the natural is a mirror of the supernatural and the spirit realm right now. Do you church, do you revivalists, all of you watching from across America, do you have as great a grip on the spirit reality as you do the natural facts and what the latest statistics are and what this one said and what that one did and the news conference, can I talk right now? Do you have a grasp? of the spirit realm. I'm telling you, there's all kinds of squirreliness that's going on. And the reason why is because Jezebel and witchcraft is ramping up its mouth in our nation. Look at your neighbor and say, don't get squirrely, come on. You can see it. You can see it. You can see it. You can see it when you look across. Church, in this day, we must have eyes to see and ears to hear. From a realm, come on, that knows greater and far beyond what we know. Tell somebody deep calls to deep. I'm going to drive it home today. Tell them deep calls unto deep. If you've not tapped into the deep in the spirit, then you, my friends, will be overwhelmed in the natural. We have a lot of Christians in America today that are overwhelmed in the natural because they're not tapped into the depth and the deep of the spirit. Wouldn't it be just like an antichrist spirit to have the church in this nation spend two to three decades producing and reproducing shallow saints, knowing that these, quote, saints could not begin to make it through the warfare that is happening right now and that is coming upon this earth. I'm preaching. Whether you you shout or not, I'm going to say it because it needs to be said. It's just like the spirit of the Antichrist to get us even behind the pulpits making disciples of shallowness all because it feeds our egos and it pads our pockets and God says enough is enough. How the line is being drawn. I'm wrapping this thing up. I need 
place of people that know how to call for deep. The warfare is ramping up. I said the warfare is ramping up. We got to have overcomers. Ask somebody behind you, are you an overcomer? I'm telling you, it's happening. We see it everywhere. You say, but yes, Kim, Pastor Kim, but I believe in the rapture of the church. You hear me now? I do too. But that does not mean that we will not have to endure a level of tribulation. Are you with me? And I'll just say it like this. I guess this is just my one opinion, but nobody has this thing figured out. Come on. Not one denomination, not one theologian. We don't have everything exactly figured out. You say, well, then what do I do, Pastor Kim? I say, go deep. Go deep. Go deep. Deep calls unto deep. The veil was torn, and the sound of deep is coming as you call for it. Deep calls unto deep. It's the only sustaining power that can keep you and empower you is found in the deep and the depths of God. Come on. Now, some have taken that, the meaning of deep and they just get weird with it. Help me, y'all. Oh, y'all know I'm talking right. You know, you think deep is that you know more than anyone and you're better than everyone. Am I right? That's not deep. That's demonic and pride. As a matter of fact, it's also annoying. Come on, nudge your neighbor, say, don't be like that. Come on, don't be weird. Tell them, don't make the rest of us look bad. Tell them, tell them, tell them. I tell the intercessors when I train them around here, we have intercessory training, and some of you are, are really wanting to know when that date is, but I can't give it to you this morning, glory to God. But I tell them, as you know, because in some intercessors have, a, have a, rep, a rep of being just weird. And I just tell them, I said, look, you can hear from God. I mean, you know, when the prophetic comes on you, when the spirit comes on you, some things can get, you know, out of the natural, all this kind of stuff. But I just don't be weird just for the sake of weird. Y'all help me. And I tell them, don't make the rest of us look bad. Y'all help me. Come on. So that's not the kind of deep that I'm talking about today. True deep takes you to a place of humility. Yeah, we need to praise on that one, you know, because, yeah, true, true deep. The true depth of God takes us to a place of humility. It takes us to a place of humility. Trust me. The more hits you take, the more dependent you are on the deep and the depths of God. But I also have to say that our deficit will be our downfall in the deeper depths of the Spirit. This is why we're constantly pulling, pulling, come on, pulling, 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 and digging and digging. It's because we got to understand our deficit will be our downfall in the deeper depths of the spirit because going deep puts a pressure on you that is not on the surface. I'm going somewhere. Going deep puts a pressure on you that is not in the shallow and not on the surface. And this is why many will stay at the top and swim and in the shallow end of the spiritual well. It is a fact of deep sea diving that there is a certain depth that you go to of the ocean, that the ocean's pressure can get so, so intense that it literally crushes the human body. Are you with me? It literally crushes the human body. But I'm here to tell you today that our God has made a way through the blood of Jesus Christ that as often as we cry out to him for the depths of who he is and the depths of what he has for us and the deliverance that he has made a way through the blood of Jesus Christ that it doesn't crush us. But he says, no matter what comes against you, I have made a way of escape. I will lift.
lift you up. I will put you through the water, through the fire, through the flame. God says, I've got you if you go deep. Give your neighbor a high five and say, God wants you to go deep today. Is this helping you? Is this helping you? Deep calls unto deep. Remember Psalm 42 was written in a time of great distress and affliction. But David went deep with God. David went deep with God. So I say to you for the next few moments, I want to talk about the depth of pain and the depth of warfare. In this house, we are building revivalists because this is a house of revival. You must understand how to deal with pain and you must understand how to deal with warfare. You must understand how to deal with pain and you must understand how to deal with warfare. I'm probably not your most compassionate person. I know that doesn't shock you. <clears throat> there it is there but just yeah it is Jessica <laughs> and my husband's laughing right now David three okay <laughs> but I'm telling you as a revivalist as an apostle as a prophet as an evangelist and that means whether you stand behind a pulpit or you 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 go out into your world and you be that function every day you have got to learn how to call on the depths of deliverance during pain and warfare. This is, a, this is a message on revival today. Psalm 42 is a cry for revival. And his words were, deep calls unto deep. We have to find a place where even though afflictions and pressure, even though the pressure of the deep that we are pushing ourselves down into in the spirit, is literally causing upheaval in the demonic realm. We must learn as revivalists. We must learn, come on, as those who operate at higher apostolic operation in this house, we must learn that there is a cry. I said there is a cry of, of desperation and there is a cry of authority that reaches out from the depths of who we are to the depths of who he is. And in that moment of pain and in that moment of warfare, we can cry out deep calls unto deep and there is something that happens in a supernatural transfer. Come on, somebody. That brings a deliverance. I said a deliverance and an overcoming spirit that I never thought that I had. Some of you in here, you're like, and when I started to say a while ago, I'm not the most compassionate person. So a lot of times I would make a terrible nurse. Come on, somebody. For all the nurses in here. I would make a terrible nurse. I learned that this week. Come on, somebody. Come on. My daughter said I'm doing great, so there you go. But it's almost like you have to have a resolve that says, you know what? This came against me, this warfare of the demonic. Jezebel, I'll get to it in a minute. This affliction, this distress, but I'm not going to go there. Are you with me? Now, I don't want to walk up to somebody who, you know, they're, they're, in, they're in pain or they're in uh, suffering or turmoil or whatever, you know, things, the devil's just messed you up in your life. Compassion, compassion. But at some point you have to say, you know what? I'm not going to go there anymore. I'm going to call out to the deep deliverance. Oh, 
of my God. Deep calls unto deep. Deep deliverance in times of pain. Deep deliverance in times of warfare. This is what revivalists do. Yeah? So David said it like this. He said, why are you in despair, my soul? And see, David was talking to himself. This is one time when you can talk to yourself. And why are you restless within me, soul? Wait for God, for I will again praise him for the help of his presence. Highlighted that. I will again praise him for the help of his presence. Deep calls unto deep. When you cry out, you get the help of his presence. What more could we want than the help of his presence? David goes back and he says, my soul is in despair within me. It's, this means that God can handle your complaints. Come on, somebody. Therefore, David said, I remember you from the land of Jordan, the peaks of Hermon, from the Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep at the sound of your waterfalls. All your breakers and your waves have passed over me. Hang tight. We'll read some more in just a moment. But David here is tapping in to something. He is speaking to his mind and his emotions, and he is speaking to his will, and he's saying to his soul, you are in despair, but you have no reason to be in despair because I remember the land of Jordan. I remember the peaks of Hermon. I remember Mount Mizar. So soul, you better get up and praise for the help of his presence. I tell my mind to praise. I tell my will to praise. I tell my emotions to praise. But Pastor Kim, I don't feel good. Pastor Kim, I'm depressed. Pastor Kim, I just, I'm just anxious. Pastor Kim, I just don't agree. Oh, soul, yet I will praise him for the help of his presence. And it's deep calls unto deep. And deliverance breaks in. At the moment of pain and warfare. Proverbs 24, 16. Are y'all ready for this? For a righteous man may fall. <laughs> I'll let that sink in. I'll let that sink in. For a righteous man may fall. Seven times. It doesn't stop there. And rise again. I say it to you like this. You watched me get knocked down. Stick around and watch how I get back up. <laughs> they watched you get knocked down. You look at them and say, just hang around and watch how I get back up again, again, again. 
down. You need to get up on your feet and shout because God is a God that overcomes and he's put his DNA on the inside of you to get back up again. You need to jerk somebody right now and say it's time to get up. It's time to get up because deep is calling you. Deep is calling you. You hear me this? He's watching right now, but I know him well after 37 years. 37? 37 years. He'll be back. And he'll be madder than a hornet at the devil. You hear me? I said, he'll be madder than a hornet at the devil. And you should be too at what the devil has tried to do to you. So you look around to all the naysayers. You look around to all the doubters. And what I do is I look right back at them and I say, where's your wound? Where's your wound? Where's your trouble? Where's your hassle? Why ain't the devil bothering you? Could it be because you're in the shallow end? Deep calls, I'm too deep. Look at two or three people just say, watch how I get back up. Tell them, watch how I get back up. Come on, scream it, watch out. Come on, tell three or four people, watch, 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 watch. Just watch how I get back up. You stuck around to see how I fell, but just watch how I get back up. Something I've learned after 37 years of ministry, you got to look for those and trust those who don't just watch you fall, but they hang around long enough to watch you get back up. These are the ones that understand the warfare and the perseverance. The others, they just judge and criticize and secretly, secretly rejoice in your pain. I said they secretly rejoice in your pain. Oh, you hear me now, revivalists, you hear me. You hear me, they're, they're, when, as a revivalist, as a revival house, you carry, we carry a, 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 a level, uh, yes, of glory, but a level of tenacity and perseverance, a, a, level, a level that uh, 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 of provocation that provokes religion. And you understand, let me just tell you what religion wants to do. Religion wants to sit back. It just wants to wait for what, just one moment. I'm not just talking about what happened to my husband. I'm talking about your life right now. It just wants to wait for one little thing. This little thing, that little thing, and say, oh, I, 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 I told you, I told you, I say, stick around and watch how we get back up. Yes? Let me just work it a minute. Here, here you got to have this tenacity as a revivalist. Deep calls into deep, the depth of pain and the depth of warfare. Because as a revivalist, pain will touch you. Apostolic operation, pain will touch you. Warfare will definitely be launched against you. You got to pray yourself into the depths of the Spirit. Help me, Holy Ghost. You got to pray yourself into the depths of the Holy Spirit. Where when Jezebel stares you in the face or writes you that nasty note, you got to know it coming up on the inside of your spirit, the roar of the line of the tribe of Judah, the spirit and the power of Elijah. You hear what I'm saying? That you don't run and you don't hide. You hear what I'm saying? You have gone to the depths of where God is. You have gone to the deep of where God is. And you know that no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And any tongue that rises against you in judgment, you showed, I'm building revivalists today. I'm building revivalists. 
revivalists today. Come on, revivalists. Deep calls unto deep. I'm building revivalists. I'm building revivalists. You know what? I'm done preaching messages that just make you feel good and messages just to preach them for the sake of messages. I don't care if that's here or somewhere else. When I preach, I want there to be an assignment, an assignment from heaven. And when I leave, I want you to leave provoked. I want you to leave going deeper, getting out your spiritual shovel and digging deeper than you've ever gone before. Because I'm telling you, God is coming back for a church that is standing, not a church that is shallow in the shallow end, waiting this thing out. I'm going to tell you, Fresh Start Revivalists, because you carry great purpose and great glory, you're guaranteed to navigate difficult seasons. You live long enough, it'll hit you. But every pain you encounter will someday meet a purpose that you don't see right now. I said every pain you encounter will someday meet a purpose that you don't see right now. Please nudge your neighbor and say, it's about purpose. It's about purpose. It's about purpose. It's about peace. It's about passion. It's about position and authority. It's about your fight. If the devil can steal any of these, he keeps you down. Come on. This is why. Come on. A righteous man will get back up again. Are you with me? Jesus said, then me, they will have peace in the world. You're going to have tribulation, but be of good cheer. Tell your neighbor, joy is a choice. Come on, tell them. Joy is a choice. In these times, joy is not a feeling. Joy is a fruit of the spirit. This is why we, we must dig deep. Not natural, but it is supernatural. Jesus said, be, have joy. Because Jesus said, I have overcome the world. The Greek word for tribulation, watch this y'all, means to break, to crush, to press, to compress, to squeeze, to afflict, or distress. Sounds like the scripture that I read to you from Psalm. Pressure or a burden upon the spirit, a narrow place or an uncomfortable place. I came to tell you, revivalist, dive into the deep because God's deep has got you no matter what is surrounding you. Trouble will come. We live in a fallen world. We have a devil and we have religious spirits that hate the sound of the deep. Did you hear me? They hate the sound of the deep. There are churches meeting all over this city and this nation today. And they have, they have played like my little one-year-old granddaughter splashing and getting all, you know what they do, in the water, in the shallow end. This is what a lot of Christians have done today. But God is raising up an end-time church that is not just splashing and making a few little splashes to make it look like you're in the water, but he's looking for a remnant of people that will throw off all care and all risk and dive deep into the depths of God because this world needs a church that can heal their pain, cast out their devils. Hallelujah. But on the inside of you is the DNA of Jesus himself. You are an overcomer, my friend. I am an overcomer. We are an overcomer. On the inside of you is the DNA of Jesus himself. You are an overcomer. We are an overcomer. To overcome means that, watch, you exercise controlling influence over the circumstance. You 
exercise controlling influence over the circumstance. Don't raise your hand, don't answer, and don't look at your neighbor to your left or your right. But how many, even in this last week, have let circumstance exercise influence over you? I'll say it again. Circumstance exercise influence over you. Deep calls unto deep. Deep pain, deep warfare of the demonic calls for a deep deliverance from God. And I promise if you will find the sound of the deep, my God, the veil was rent in two and the sound barrier for the depths of God was, was totally annihilated. Now you and I can tap into that sound. If you will find it, there will be deep deliverance today. The apostle Paul said it like this. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are struck down, but not destroyed. Who shall separate us from the love of God? Tribulation, distress, persecution, famine, nakedness, peril, or sword. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. In the middle of everything that life throws us, I say, no, 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 it's not going to control me. I'm going to control it. Not in myself, but from the depths of God. What is my response? I go deeper. Deep pain, deep warfare, I go deeper in the spirit. Are you with me? Romans 8 says we are assured and know that God works all things together and fits into a plan for good to and for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Can I tell us today, revivalists, that warfare will never stop and this is why we must deep go deep because we cannot stop either can I get a loud amen come on let me hurry through this and I'll close it up with the last point but this is what I want to to charge you with as I leave this point you got to watch your words during this time of pain and warfare I'm telling you watch your words keep your confession of faith Hebrews 10 says because he who promised is faithful life and death are in the power of your tongue keep your confession of faith keep a word perspective and then you got to watch the words of others around you you got to allow yourself with those that can help you see the depths of God and hear the sound of the deep. Don't get around somebody that's just going to keep talking about your circumstances and keep talking about your pain and keep talking about how the devil is beating you up. You say, you know what? Talk to the hand. I'm going to go find another friend. If you got Job's friends around you, you need to you need to divorce them. I'm not talking about your spouse. Come on, somebody. The last thing that you need me to do when you're facing demonic warfare and pain in your life is to come up and just keep talking to you about it. Well, you know that was a hard blow. Well, you know, oh, oh, well, you know. Well, you know, no, I don't know. Let me tell you what I know is that I've been through some stuff before. I'm looking at some revivalists that have been through some stuff. And the same God that got us through that stuff is the same God that gets us through the rest of it. Shout in this place if you want deep deliverance. So what are you doing, Pastor Kim? 
seeing where I'm going to go right now. And this is where I'm going to go. If you don't have anything else to say, and you know what's going to come out of you is the wrong thing, what you need to make yourself do is start lifting up the authority of the Lord. The power of God. The victory of God. The authority of God. The mercy of God. The grace of God. The love of God. That he is El Shaddai, God Almighty. That he is Adonai, Lord and Master. That he is Jehovah Jireh, our provider. Jehovah Rapha, our healer. Ain't nobody hearing what I'm saying. In the midst of your anxiety, come on now, America. Just stop talking about what they're telling you to talk about. And just say, you know what? Jehovah Shalom is my peace. Jehovah Rohi is my shepherd. And Jehovah Shammah will never leave me or forsake me. He is Lord Sabaoth, the Lord of hosts. And he is the God of recompense. And he shall repay. And here's my favorite today. He is Jehovah Nisi, my victory, my banner, my standard. He lifts up a standard against my enemy. The name of the Lord is my battle cry. You are my God who prevails. Let me tell you what Jezebel doesn't want you to do. Let me tell you what the enemy doesn't want you to do. The enemy doesn't want you to start talking about how big your God is. So there's many times, and we did it even this morning, especially if we feel rich craft in the atmosphere. What we'll do is we'll get up here and just talk about how big God is, about how powerful our God is, about how Jesus has fire in his eyes, and he's the bread of life and the resurrection life, that he's the door, he's the great shepherd, he's the soon coming king, he's the crucified savior, he's the risen Lord, and he's coming back with a conquering, conquering king. Are you hearing me? Trying to help you. I'm trying to help you be revivalist today. You look at me. Don't you come in this place with a heaviness. Don't you come in this place with a heaviness. Don't you come in this place with a laziness. We come up in here knowing who our God is. And the God on the inside of me and the God on the inside of you is bigger than anything that the devil has. Scream at your neighbor, deep calls unto deep. I'm almost done. I'm going to tell the Sunday morning crowd what I told the Wednesday night. You're like, why do y'all emphasize that around? Because you wasn't here Wednesday night. I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it's not time to play it safe. It's time to push on the gates. It's not time to play it safe. It's time to push on the gates. Jezebel's primary assignment is to protect her bail. Are you with me? If you don't know your Bible, you don't know the depths of what I'm talking about. But this is happening in America right now. Church, we got to go deep. Jezebel is protecting her bail in our nation today. Perversion, greed, mammon, manipulation, death, fear, 
belittling, manipulation, control, witchcraft, antagonism against authority. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Jezebel is protecting her Baal right now, who is Satan himself. You hear me now? In order to initially have her way, it was a woman in the Old Testament story, but it is a spirit of the enemy. She had to kill the prophets of God and get them out of the way. You listen to me. Great deliverance is in the depths of God. In this house, we press against and we push against. I'm raising revivalists today. You got to learn how to push back. It can't be just a cool song that they wrote. Are you with me? And I see you jumping and duh, 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 in the altar. <laughs> and then I don't see you for three weeks. Like some of y'all sitting here this morning, highly doubt I'll see you Wednesday night. Why? 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 Why do we get knocked off so easily? Why? Why? Let me tell you why. Because you haven't caught the sound of the deep and the depths of his realm. I'm here to provoke you, to raise you to a place, to call unto the deeps of what God has for you so that when hell comes against you, that you have an answer for hell. Some of you don't have an answer for hell today because you have too much hell on the inside of you. This is why you must get to a place of encounter so that God can pull you into the deep and stretch your capacity for warfare. I already broke one microphone, so I can't throw this one. I did break it when I threw it down the last time. The Lord spoke to us in year seven. Actually, there's been a lot of things spoken over this house in the last couple of months, whether from us in this pulpit or from voices that have come in, a lot of things. Lord spoken to me and said, get ready for higher apostolic operation, higher apostolic operation, higher levels of spiritual authority, influence, and training. Fresh start revivalists. Hear what I'm saying, and I'll end on this. I actually had another point, but I'll do that next time I preach the depths of pursuit and longing. Deep calls unto deep. The Lord said, get ready for higher apostolic operation. Uh, some of the other words were, my goodness, I don't know, we're gonna have places in the north, south, east, and west. We're gonna go to Asia. Um, help me. What? Universities, buildings, sound, heavy glory. Sound going out everywhere. I, mean, I don't have them in front of me like I did the last of my preach. Uh, uh, headquarters for the war angels of heaven. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, right, right. Look at me, family. We shout about it. But you gotta be ready for the warfare. 
You got to be ready for the warfare. You hear me now? Those of you who have just been casually attending, there's already been some that have left because I've gone past 12. Come on. We got to get over that. We got to get over ourselves. We got to get over our carnal lives. This thing is wrapping up. It is wrapping, it's ramping up and it's wrapping up. God needs him a church that knows where the deep is. God needs him a people that can show others to the deep end. And one of the primary ways is that you got to know how to deal with pain and warfare. And you got to know how to get that, that cry. You know, we, we talk about the, the, the roar of the lion. And I think it has something to do with the Hebrew New Year, but whatever. We've been talking about it a long time. But here's, you, I, I, I did several years ago a study on the, the, the roar of the lion. And a lion, and it's so funny that I was thinking about this because I was just looking at something on the, the, one of the social medias and it was just a picture of this lion. It was actually in a, in a zoo or something, I don't know. And it was, but it started roaring, hear me, in a zoo. Now, would that not be frightening? Come on. While you're behind the cage, uh, you know, the, okay, come on. Just, it would be like, <laughs> but as I watched that video of this, I think it's called a guttural roar of the lion. Not even giving it its full voice. It can literally be heard up to five miles away. Did you hear what I said? It can literally be heard up to five miles away. We've got to do more than just talk about and sing about the roar of the lion. The Lord says to Fresh Start this morning, your roar will be tested right now. Are you willing to roar? Are you hearing me? Are you willing? Come on, somebody. Are you willing to roar? When hell, come on, this place has been called a, a headquarters for the war angels of heaven and a target and an alarm goes off rather in the pits of hell. This is the headquarters for that which fights against us. You better be ready and understand this, that there is a cry, a deep guttural roar on the inside of every single one of you as a revivalist. And the moment, the moment that you open your mouth the lion of the tribe of Judah on the inside of you. It lets out not a loud roar, but a low guttural roar that out penetrates for miles and miles and miles and miles, and it alerts the enemy. They're awake and they're alive. Let me hear your roar place today. I just had well, a few minutes ago. Catherine, are you here today or are you watching online? Catherine has been a part of this church longer than most everybody here, with the exception of Bill and Shirley. 40 years probably, I don't know, 30-something years. 
she texted me, Catherine suffered, I should, she won't mind me telling this, a stroke, and she texted me. She worked here for us for many, many years, and she texted me, just watch how I get back up. <laughs> <laughs> Come on! Just watch. Hallelujah. The worship team come. There's a resume of the apostolic in 2 Corinthians chapter 6. A moment, a few moments ago, I said the Lord spoke to us and said it's a higher apostolic operation. If I could get everyone to stand because we're getting ready to run to these altars and we're going to have a cry to the depths of God. Going past the shallow, going past where our last encounter was, going past moving into great deliverance this morning. Great deliverance against great warfare and pain. If you're not a part of the worship team, you shouldn't be moving right now. This is not a dismissal. This is the end of my sermon. Everybody that works in the foyer, just hold up unless you're an usher. The Lord said, we go to higher apostolic operation. Second Corinthians chapter six. We will not place obstacles in anyone's way that hindered them from coming to salvation so that our ministry will not be discredited. Yet, this is Apostle Paul, as God's servants, we prove ourselves authentic in every way. For example, we have great endurance in hardships and in persecutions. We don't lose courage in time of stress and calamity. Did you know this was in your Bible? It gets better. We've been beaten many times. This is a resume of an apostle. I said, this is a resume of an apostle. There's a lot, I've met a lot of apostles these days. I have. And some of them truly operate in the nature of apostle. But I'm not quite sure. Matter of fact, it's probably those who don't even call themselves apostles. Come on, somebody. That do the work of an apostle. He said, we've been beaten many times and imprisoned and found ourselves in the midst of riots. We've endured many troubles and sleepless nights and gone hungry. We have proved ourselves by our lifestyles of purity. This is a resume of an apostle. Is this powerful or what? By our spiritual insights, by our patience, by showing kindness, by the spirit of holiness and by our uncritical love for you. We commend ourselves to you by our truthful teachings by the power of God working through us and with the mighty weapons of righteousness, a sword in one hand and a shield in the other. Did y'all hear that? Sword and a shield. Amid honor or dishonor, slander or praise, even when we are treated as deceivers and imposters, we remain steadfast and true. We are unknown nobodies whom everyone knows. We are frequently at death's door. Yet here we are still alive. 
We have been severely punished, yet not executed. We may suffer, yet in every season, we are always found rejoicing. We may be poor, yet we bestow great riches on many. We seem to have nothing, yet in reality, we possess all things. My friends at Corinth, my friends at Fresh Start, my friends in the church, in the great nation of America, our hearts are wide open to you, and we speak freely, holding nothing back from you. The resume of an apostle. This will be the altar call today that we're going to call out for the depths of God because of what God has in this revival is doing and is going to do in the months and the days and the years ahead. A resolve has to be made today in this house. A resolve has to be made in the atmosphere of this house. We have to say no matter what pain, no matter what warfare, the assignment is the assignment. Pretty much that's what the apostle was saying there. Assignment is the assignment. These are some of the things that have happened because of the assignment. But the assignment is the assignment. You watch me get knocked down. Just stick around and watch me get back up. Because this is what higher apostolic operation does. Deep calls unto deep today. Some of you have personal things that as you come to this altar, even over a corporate prayer, you're going to tap into a depth today that even at the beginning of this service, you didn't have. You didn't have that depth of deliverance and that depth of an overcoming spirit. You needed to be reminded that the DNA of Jesus himself is on the inside of you and you don't have to stay down. You, as a matter of fact, you have an obligation to get back up. You have an obligation to get back up. Make your way quickly to the front of this building, praying in the Holy Ghost as you come right now. It would be amazing if we could have 100% of the revivalists so we could have 100% impartation. Right now, begin to cry out with a loud, come on, that voice of that lion that I was talking about a moment ago. Come on, just rattling, rattling, rattling the territory of the enemy, rattling the territory of the one that has come against you. Come on, it's within you. It's within you. It's within you. That roar, that deep roar is within you. I Keep reminding us, when Jesus cried, it is finished. The veil was torn in two. And at that moment, the sound barrier for the depths of God was broken away and was annihilated. Now, as you lift up your cry, you can tap into the depths of his realm for great deliverance against pain and warfare. If you've had personal pain, if you've had personal warfare, lift up your voices right now. Let out that cry. Let out that groan. Let out that utterance that says, God, I've got to tap into who you are. Thank you for listening in to the Fresh Start Church podcast, where we exist to influence a nation with revival. You can order Pastor Kim's book, Doorkeepers of Revival, at doorkeepersofrevival.com. And you can listen to Fresh Start Revival Worship on Apple Music, Spotify, or wherever you stream your music. Thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.